Welcome to the first Progress with Unity podcast of the 2017-18 season. I know we're over a week away, but uh, we thought we'd reconvene. Now the pre-season friendlies are uh, up and running, and there's been one or two happenings down at the uh, DW Stadium in the past few days, so uh, we'll, we'll get stuck into this as we go along. Anyway, we've not got a big crew with us tonight, because uh, some of the lads... And lasses are out doing other things, with it being summer, they're playing out late, uh, still still lights. I, I believe uh, Rob's is either playing football or band practising, or practising with his band. Was he not meditating? He said he got some new socks and something to do with well, he's, yeah, he's in the back room. Yeah, he's in the back room. As you can gather though, we've got Simon and we've got Adam in this evening, how are you doing? Hello. Yeah, it's good to be back with the first team. Yes, well, yeah. You've been with the youth team, haven't you, this summer? I'm glad you've not shipped me off to the youth. You won't be going down there, you don't worry about that, Adam. Alright, Paul? Alright, not so bad. Good, good stuff. And Gareth? Good evening. Have you been enjoying summer? Oh, too, yes. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. I've had some nice trips away, like you do, you know. Yeah. Have you had a hat on? <laughs> Did you get your uh, car insurance sorted? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's not go down the old insurance route. Yeah, yeah. we all need some water to park our Barry. Right. So let's uh, let's make a start. We've had a, one or two comings and goings at the club over the past uh, few weeks. The first one was a new manager coming in. Paul Cook, what do we all think? Cook up some success there, hopefully. Mm-hmm. It's different, isn't it? I, well, yeah, it was Graham Barra. <laughs> yeah, no, June. no, but I, I, I think there was there was so many of the touted managers that you just went, like, you just sigh at the names, you're thinking, oh, bloody hell, not again. And it's I, a merry-go-round, isn't it? We said yeah, the McLaren. Yeah, was, I was, uh, mentioned quite prominently, wasn't it? Speaking of Graham Barrows, sorry about them, Saturday. Oh yeah, did he say come on the podcast next week? I'll, I, was, I should have asked you at the time, a yeah. bit of a clang as well. But he's missing day-to-day, uh, day-to-day work. I asked him if he was enjoying just getting on the course and having a, having a knock, and no, he's not enjoying it at all really. No, no. Um, I tried the wheeled him in, wheeled him out joke, but he wasn't having it, and then swiftly left after that. Yeah. He said enjoy the season though, so he's not bitter. <laughs> There's no point in getting bitter, is there? No. No. Right, so, what do you reckon for Paul Cook, Gareth, coming in? After what happened last year, it really can't get much worse, can it? You know what I mean? I, I, I said it many times last year that, 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 that it was an awful season. And to be honest, I never I felt quite low at the end of the season. Yeah. And the, the new fella coming in, as with any new fella, I don't know much about him. But it doesn't matter. He's Latics manager, so I'm going to be behind him, like all of us should be. Correct. So I have an optimistic feeling, and I'm hoping for the best. But why wouldn't I be doing anything else? There's got to be something in him as well, because you've seen reactions on social media from Portsmouth fans on him joining us and how bitter they are towards Wigan. Now, maybe it's just the weather down there and stuff like that, or he genuinely was a man with a plan and had a recipe for success. I think that's a good sign that, um, you know, when when the, the club that have just lost the manager are unhappy with the fact that they've lost him, that you, you're going for somebody right. You know, if, if, 
more often than not, when somebody leaves, you can find people who are like, well, I always hated him anyway. And But there, there wasn't that really, was there? There, there was... No, like I say, it was all animosity directed towards us for coming, stealing their manager. Yeah. And, you know, you, you look at the way I, the Liverpool game, the way we played against Liverpool, it felt very, let's, let's just, let's get forward. There wasn't too much sitting back. I don't know if someone, anyone else saw the game differently to me. I was, I was, I was really on holiday, but Adam was there, weren't he? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was surprisingly good for a friendly, because I'm not a, a, a fan of going to friendlies, but, I needed my uh, football fix, so I went and uh, I was pleasantly surprised by how we played. I thought two, two sides weren't a million miles apart. No, they wasn't. And even the second half, when we brought on all the academy kids, we we were arguably the better team still, and they had players like Milner, Sturridge, Solanke that they just bought. And um, it looks promising. It, it's fortunate they had Sturridge up top. It he is a he, decent strike. He missed them uh, howling, didn't he? Yeah. His throw and goal and smash it over. But but for the first ten minutes, the first ten minutes of the first half, they got behind us on they did, a number they did. of occasions. Didn't yeah. they? It, it was not better finishing, and, and what it reminded me of was Dan Burns' debut last year. Yeah. You know, and you're just thinking, oh no, way we go again. But once we got into the stride into Cook's rhythm of play, everything came together. The ingredients came together. We got mm-hmm. to the boil, and we went forward, and Gilbert cool. was re- rewarded. Oh, did we line up? Was it two at the back, three, uh, four at the back? Do we have three yeah, backs? Traditional uh, football. Four, four, two. It was. I think it was four, two, three, one. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw people moaning that it was more of the same. Or was that one of the other games? Because when I saw that somebody was moaning that it was more of the same, might have been so South Except getting forward a bit. You're like, great. <clears throat> you know, keep the ball on the deck. You, you don't mind the more of the same in the sense we're not conceding because. Mm. You know, best form of attack sometimes is defence. But for me, we've scored two at Notts County. We did score at Southport. One against Liverpool's decent because they've got Mingley and Carrius in there, so they're decent keepers, aren't they? Mm. Well, maybe not. But goals again. You know, we scored four against Landon. No, now I'd fancy us getting three against Landon. No, (laughs) the five of us sat round here. Yeah. So it's a bit of a worry. Is it Landon or Handled no? It depends whether or not you Welsh. Oh, that's close. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, anyway, right. So we, we, we were the friendlies. The friendlies are friendlies, aren't they? They mean nothing at the end of the day. That's there's just well, you, you just <coughs> want you just to get partnerships. Yeah, yeah, you look, yeah, you're looking at giving players a run out who you've not seen play, and then putting people in shop window you might want to get rid of. Yeah. Well, we'll come to that in a minute. Uh, um. Peter Reid, do you think he's made any, uh, uh, has he made any difference, do you think, to, to the way we, we looked as well, or? I don't know. You don't I know. I do those things. You don't yeah. know if he does any impact, or he's just been there for the socialising, or? See, for, for me, for me, Peter Reid is the wrong generation for football, for a team. You look at the lads that are playing in the first team now. Somebody of my generation that saw Peter Reid play in an England side on and off, and you know, in a, it was he was at the title winning Everton side, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Yeah, with you know, Kevin Sheedy. You know, it's somebody Bradford. to look up to. Yeah. For the lads that are playing here, you may as well just have your granddad telling you tales <laughs> of, of the olden days. 
And and I, I think you, you almost want somebody who... He did well at Sunderland as manager, though, didn't he? he did nine, was it nine, six or nine seasons with Sunderland? Six seasons. He did, you know, that's not was that Was he there when they finished sixth twice? Was that was City. Sixth? He was at City, wasn't he, when they, he had them yeah, up for six. I, I, I think you, you've almost got to be somebody that the, these these guys had looked up to within football. I, yeah. I just don't think Peter Reid's quite that. Yeah. I mean, well, Graham Barrow weren't, were they? No, but I, I mean, you kind of you forgive that because he's been a fixture at our club, don't you? Yeah. Well, but yeah, you, you, you're right. It, it could just be me being mm-hmm. prejudiced, but yeah. I, you know, I, I think my you're generation. You're not prejudiced, are you? Well, my generation, I would say, looks up to Peter Reid. Yeah. You know, just but, going back to the pre-season game. Sorry, and I've, it's only just when we started talking about Peter Reid and you know the youngsters. One player stood out to me at, against Liverpool, and I believe he had a very good game uh, against Notts County with Sam Stubbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we highlighted him, didn't we, when watching the youth, the kids play in the final as being a talent. Now, that's something we've got to nurture and hopefully bring through. Yeah. And He's only 18 in yeah. yeah. But he, he played well against Liverpool, I thought he commanded that centre centre half. He's mm. doing really well. Callum Lang as well. Yeah. Company's been shining, I've seen Yeah. In, in and it'd be interesting to see how we go with those you know, those two players that we've mentioned. Yeah. You know you're not gonna see him probably start against MK Doms, but we're straight into a cup competition, aren't we, that week against Blackpool. It's one of them free it, give him a chance. Yeah. You sometimes get strange changes at the early doors in the season, don't you? Yeah. You know, I know um Kirkland was nailed on for the number one spot, wasn't he? And then Shipped ten goals in two games. Ali Alamzi came in alone, and never, never, saw, back, never saw the pitch again. No, did he? That's it. Back. You know, you start off with Adam Bogdan, then you get worse with Jakob Hogard, and then end up with Matt Jones in there. Hogard again? Yeah. See, I get oh, that's probably been the most disappointing thing for me this season so far. Right, keepers on long. What? Yeah, we're going to keep on long. The young lad, but who did he? Luke, Chris Walton. Decent. Decent. Did actually. But well, so did Owen Evans as well. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Who was in goals when we watched the youth team? Was that Evans? It weren't Evans, that no, was it? Wasn't. It was Theo Roberts. Yeah, he was only small in, weren't he? Yeah. yeah. But that Walton looks. looks Six foot five, isn't he? And he looks like he can put a ball on someone. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. At least, that's one thing. Yeah. Can he catch? He has hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, the no. that's the key, well, you know. You it, know, it could be a, a trick. Yeah. If the ball comes into the box and you've got a keeper, it can catch it. The rest of the defence will settle down. I just worry. Come that, clean. You know, we, we've had some decent reserve keepers and you know people in the wings. Obviously, we had jokes and um, what have you last season? Nichols <laughs> in his flip flops. Um, you know, we had Yaskalan and we forget about him. He was still there last season, wasn't he? Through to the end. Is who's going to be that number two? Because we can't get a player in, I don't think, on loan. The goalkeeper's coming on loan as a second choice goalkeeper, can we? Do you look at someone like Shea Given on a pay to play contract? He's out of the club, early 40s and old, but. Going to Blackburn, isn't he? Would you go there? Reliable. Yeah, but would have him. He's old enough to look up to Peter Ian. Old Richard. Would Shea Given come no. on a pay to play? Well, he's out of it. Because obviously, this, this young lad from Brighton is going to be the number one. Yeah. 
so he's not going to play. He's, he's not going to get paid. Which, when you look at that, then his way of getting into his badges and doing all that, well, our kid, we don't know what path he wants to go down. No. And I'm sure there's a league club somewhere else that take him as the number one but keeper. David Sharp um, and this Paul Rabchuka guy. <laughs> I remember when he was at United in. Who's Paul Rabchuka, if you don't know? Oh, have you missed all this on Twitter with... Uh, Is he the agent? No. No, he's, he's a player, Rabchuka. Some, some Wigan fan got the agent's number and started pretending to be the assistant manager of Luton Town <coughs> and messaged his agent that Sharpie had been complaining about, saying, uh, oh, I am the assistant manager of Luton, we're looking to get some keeper in. Have you got any free, preferably free agents? And the agent's come back saying, yeah, we've got this 37-year-old Paul Rajumka from Bury. Um, oh, he's local then. <laughs> exactly. He's local, doesn't have to move house. He's a keeper. Yeah, he's a keeper. Well, can't beat a keeper. Can't beat a keeper. You know, that's what you want. You want a keeper, don't you? You Crap. don't want somebody who's going to be there two minutes and move on. I'd rather have Sam Ashton from Chorley. Yeah, or, or Billy Charlie from Ashton. <laughs> right, come on, we're getting bogged down in, in, in rubbish here. We're getting bogged down. Yeah. Uh, well, that's pre-season. Let's get stuck, there's a bit of meat to talk about, so let's get into the meat. Me, What's right. happened? Mood. The, the meat. Uh, three players, we'll name them. Uh, Max Power, Omar Bogle and uh, Jack Byrne have all been um, cast as cast aside this, this week that, well it's, to me they've been cast aside and allegedly or is it right but, well it's actually it looks right if they've been told they're going to be training down at Christopher Park yeah it seems like it's made a hassle um, to a local newspaper as well <coughs> yeah well that's where it's come from isn't it that's where I've got it from anyway um, well there was one of the players was tweeted uh, was posting things himself this morning yeah yeah it? yeah well two, two of the players Both. have two, two players have so uh what do we make of this situation? It, it, to me, it, it's got a little bit of the Grand Salter about it, where we was trying to force somebody out of the club. Engineer a move as well. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's a strange one. There might, there might be more to it than what we yeah. know from reading. Well, the thing is, I mean, every player that we've got in our squad is for sale. Every single player. Yeah. We know that. We're a League One club. Every single player is for sale. And every single player in that squad would jump at a chance to move to a club in a higher higher league, wouldn't they? They're not like us, Latic supporters, mm. playing for our own town club who we absolutely love. The people doing a job. Well, it's like and they've got a career. And yeah. they want to make the most of the career while they can. So it's a two-way street. What I don't understand is, whatever's happened behind the scenes, and I've no, I've no idea really, but whatever's happened behind the scenes... Why on earth are they being found out to, to train with the kids? It feels like we're doing it in a completely wrong way. It's like something off Football Manager. Yeah, but yeah, it's like just it's just like oh, click that, click that, piss them off, whatever. There's better ways to do this, unless we're not hearing something that. I mean, you've got, you've got of it, but there's much better ways of doing this because it's it's the risk of upsetting the squad harmony. Yeah, because these players are friends within the squad. Well, when the, when the, they know they're doing that, then the popular lads. I mean, exactly. you look at, take Max Power for instance. I mean, the stuff he he's done with like little like two here, the charity yeah. stuff. That's that's a the level that Emerson Boyce was, and and how he's revered with the Wigan public. You know, selling auctioning off your League One winners medal to, so a family can go on holiday with a sick child. What an absolute legend! Yeah, just for doing that. 
and you know, there's, it, ju- it just doesn't sit right with me. This there's yeah. something not quite it right. Feels very, unfortunately, after the last few years, very Wigan Athletic. Yeah, I agree though. <laughs> I agree. The, the problem you've got is if you've got a perfect manager with a perfect squad, and I know we're talking hypotheticals here. You should have eleven lads who were in the first team who were happy, and another. 15 who are unhappy because they can't get a game so in a perfect scenario half your squad is unhappy because it can't get a game now you bring in a new manager who then evaluate you know we're not talking a perfect squad we're talking a squad some of who he likes some of who he doesn't like some of who he wants to get shut of and suddenly he's got he's got to try and get these guys to pull together whilst at the same time getting shut of the ones that he doesn't think of it. He's got a hell of a job to do, but, you know, I, I do have some sympathy with him, but... I just don't get it. I mean, Why, why are you the, farming people out? The three lads, are, two of them, are probably in the top four or five of our most valuable, valuable assets. If you look at Bordel, we paid a million for him six months ago. And Max Power, who's probably worth a, a million pounds, would you say? Minimum. <laughs> Young player. Yes, yeah, 24. He's 20, it's his birthday today as well. So he's 24. The other thing is, too, what I've put together, uh, is it was Omar Bordel's birthday yesterday. I don't know when Jack Burns' birthday is, but I tell you what, if any players' <laughs> birthdays are coming up, they must be absolutely mm. shitting themselves. Do you reckon they couldn't afford a present? <laughs> That could, that could be what it is. The thing was, he's got a Yaya Toy. If anybody saw Twitter yesterday, the Athletics tweeted an interview with Omar Bordel about the up and coming season yeah. and what he was thinking about yeah. well you've got to imagine that because all three of those should be prominently in with a you know, first team squad in with a shout yeah you know you could you, if if our manager whoever he was happened to turn around and announce the opening day of the season side and all three of them were in it you won't bat an eyelid and he said yeah they've, they've trained well in pre-season they're looking good We'll, we'll, we'll include them. You won't bat an eyelid. So it's, it, it is slightly strange that you, you know, there, there must be something more to it than meets the eye. Has to be. Well, I don't know what it is. Anybody, any, any thoughts? So we've got, we've got some, a tweet here from Mark Green, who's tweeted us. Oh, uh, live tweet from Mark Yeah, uh, he says what that, club? I like power, but he didn't quite shine in the championship. I mean, this is something that's open to interpretation anyway. People like different types of players, and I've seen pay, people slag Max Power off, I've seen people praise him to the hilt. I held my hand up last season. Yeah, I, but but this is how we are. This is, it's very subjective, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what... Pick qualities in players that, that you like, and if they don't have them, you don't like a particular player. I'd say, I mean, I, I was... But there's no doubt in it. Technically, he's very good. Yeah. Etc. So, he's a good player. I like Max Power, but he didn't quite shine in the championship. Do you think we're cashing in now, as with Yannick, and pinning hopes on, on Byrne? Now, I don't know what that last bit means, whether he means Jack Byrne or Dan, Dan Byrne or Nathan Byrne. Or Nathan Byrne. I don't understand what, what, what that last yeah, bit means. I, well, I, I don't think he understands that Jack Burns also part of this as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? But like, like I say, he's it's very competitive in the field that this season as well. Yeah, but I tell you, I'd be it's absolutely gutted if we were getting trying to force Max Power to, to bring Noel Hunt into the club 
Because that's something else that's been suggested. Yeah. Are we trying, trying to get some revenue? How long's Max Power's contract? There's two years left to run. Oh, right. So he, signed a new, he signed a new improved contract last, last October. October. Yeah. Uh, it was before the scenes died, actually, wasn't it? It was just before Bristol City, were it? Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, both Byrne and Bordle will be on new contracts, won't they? they they've probably got at least two years each to run, because they only signed in January. See, well, if the manager's sat there with a big squat and he sees them as players that he doesn't want and saleable assets, then... But why would you piss them off, Gareth, and say you're going to, you're going to train with kids? Maybe maybe a few years ago this sort of thing happened and we didn't know about it, but now we've got Twitter and other forms of social media, it becomes... Yeah. Everybody knows about it, doesn't it? I mean, it was in the paper where Powell was being mentioned only a day ago as a potential captain. Mm. Wasn't it? A potential skipper alongside Sam Morset, who in tonight's uh, piece by Paul Kendrick in the post, Coop mentions that if a championship club comes in for Max uh, Sam Morset, he'll be leaving. It's a strange it's a strange thing, but Sam Morse's not been demoted down to, to train with the, the youngsters who what? cast to one side. I wouldn't understand. Maybe that's the club's interest and not his interest. Maybe, maybe it's the way they've reacted to being told because that they him can and go Sam Morse are very cool. So I don't think Paul Cook could be like, oh, there you go, go away. Well, I th I, yeah, I, I thought straight away as Cook come that Marcy would be the skipper. Because he was a yeah. skipper at Chesterfield, wasn't he? Seems like we're giving Captain Adman's to different people pretty soon, aren't we? Yeah. Morgs for me. Yeah. The trouble with all this, though, is you, you, you get the Twitter warriors now coming on, don't you? And slagging the players off and without... Oh, well. To the, to the faces as well. Oh well. Yeah. To, to the faces, but without. To the it won't yeah. be in real life. It wouldn't say after. No. No, but the, I mean, it's it's so it's so upsetting for the players because not only do the players see it, but the family sees it, the mums and dads see it, the children might see it, the wives and girlfriends see it, or the partners. You know, people should just have a little think about what they're asking. That's the issue, though. People don't think. Yeah, and it's mainly the young people yeah. who... But it's not banter, though, this, is it? No, and these not. are Wigan Athletic players, they'll probably be allegedly supported. Did you see, even see one tweet and you, you start... It gets in your head and you start thinking, maybe the fans don't like maybe I, maybe I should be moving on. Yeah. Even people who actually go, why are the fans all slagging off at Sam Morsi 08 or whatever? That doesn't help either, because that makes... If the player hasn't seen it, he's thinking, oh, God... Yeah. I've got all the fan base. It should be like you, shouldn't it? You're not helping, like, mate. You're making it worse. Just. should, yeah, should just be like you winding up opposition. Yeah. yeah, but I wind up. Opposition fans. <sighs> Journalists. Nonsense. Portsmouth Journalists. So, um, it, until everything's ungrown to dry, we don't really know, do we? And what I, but the, thing, the question is here as well what if, what if nobody comes in? With any bids acceptable, and the players don't go. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the management of the disharmony of the squad. Yeah, and we've got disharmony though, haven't we? Then yeah. Yeah, we've got the Grand Hall situation, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Where we've created it though. This is what I. I think I think what we've established is power, Bogle and Burn are hundred percent not the club's type on paper now, and that they need to know. It's, it's an, it, it can be. It can have such a detrimental effect. Become the first of September. Not transfer fees as well. Value. 
This can yeah, make well, clubs. Agents could come and yeah, say, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, this puts other clubs in, put in better yeah. position. Well, we could have a command. We're all transfer list, aren't we? We're all on yeah, transfer yeah. list. Yeah, but when they're, when they're, well, they're all, they're all available, whether they're actually That's on the list. They're on the transfer list, they're not yeah. they're available, they're yeah, on the transfer list. Yeah, there's a difference between being available and being talented, yeah. isn't there? So for that million pound that we might have got for someone like Omar Bogle, that we paid out. It's down to half a million now. Right, only half a million, if that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the bargaining power's gone, because they sent to Christmas You can Park. see, you, yeah, well you can see, I mean, if, if it is true about QPR having interest in him, you can see them saying, well, alright, we do fancy him, but did he make it last year? Well, we know we were carrying an injury also for half the season, one of those was with us. Then they say, well, we don't want to buy him, we'll take him on loan with a view to buying him in January if he proves himself. Then we've lost a little bit more there, haven't we? Yeah, it's like a car, isn't it? Yeah. I just don't think we handle these things at all well. Very amateur, isn't it? It seems like that. Probably amateur clubs don't even do this. <laughs> they might have more sense. Hey, we announced a striker really the other day, didn't we? <clears throat> Did we? break. You see, I don't see that on Twitter. Someone put announce a striker and they just put a picture of Will Grigg up. Yeah, yeah. On fire. Announce yeah. a striker. Oh. See, like, um, a fan put 14 to 1 for Greg to be top scorer. Does anyone know any five star hotels in Mauritius? And you like that tweet. Will Greg did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. Excellent. He will score goals. Yeah. Which is right. He, he, I'll be shocked if you don't get over 20 goals again to see if you play. We'll come to that in a minute. We'll come to that in a little while we've got some odds here on those scores. But Gareth, I'd like to, what's your take on all this? Jimmy. With, with the situation with, with the players and being, you know, whether, whether it should have come in the public domain or not is a different matter, but do you think that they should be like, sort of demoted to the to the youth squad? And That's why I asked you before about the length of contract. Yeah. You know, um, at the end of the day, it's the managerial decision, isn't it? A managerial decision, isn't it? With players with contracts so long, you would think you would keep them within the squad. You'd keep them in, within the club, certainly the, the likes of uh, Max Power of the three. But at the end of the day, the manager wants a squad of players, and he he must see them as saleable assets. He must think he can get some value and bring his own players in for them. He needs to make some bigger spaces. There's too many in the squad. We've got some injuries. Let's see where we are in September. Mm, okay, let's we'll see where we are in September. I'm <laughs> sure we'll just, as, as the week unfolds between next Wednesday, that I'm sure there'll be some more information comes to light and we'll be able to delve a little bit deeper into this particular topic. It's yeah? It certainly doesn't seem yeah. finished, does it? No, well, well that's, uh, it's not finished at all by any stretch. Anyway, right, we were just talking there about Will Grigg uh, being 14 to 1. Uh, He's actually third favourite to finish top scorer in the championship this season. Behind in the championship in the in League One. Oh yeah, we'll let some take <laughs> the bag there, aren't we? <laughs> uh, Danny Graham of Blackburn eight to one, and in second place, the fabulous signing for that big club on the south coast, uh, Brett Pittman. <laughs> Derek Brett Portsmouth Pittman is above Will Gregg to be twelve to one. Is it? Yeah, joking. Twelve to one. Uh, 
Ricky Miller is the same as um, Ricky Villa. Ricky Miller, same at fourteen to one. Has anybody heard of Ricky Miller? No. Is he playing on league. He plays for Peterborough United. They just he signed. came from. Uh, yeah. Is it Fylde or something like that? Yeah, the next big thing. Lords in the uh, Charlie White at Bradford, who's it's a bit of fun towards the end of the season. Very right, 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 hot yeah. But my outside tip, if he plays and if he's fit, at twenty-five to one. Nick Powell. It's not a bad shout. I, I mean, you look at the back end of last season. He was better than anything in the championship, wasn't yeah. he? There were yeah. rings around him. He's just, a Premier League player. He's just given too much, Premier League too much to do. If he gets 10 games under his belt, he'll score 45 goals in 10 games. Tell him why he has odds, because you never know. These things happen, just players come out of nowhere. I'm telling you now, 45 goals in 10 games, Gilded. that's all we need him. Ten games. Gilby will. Gilby was one of those players who gets fifteen goals and fifteen assists or something like that. He won't be the top goal scorer, but he'll he'll definitely play a part. If he put, gets fifteen goals from midfield, he's done well, hasn't he? Yeah. What did Michael Jacobs get? Well, he, he did he well. Got last ten, but he was injured three months, so he'd have had a. I think he'd have been. Yeah. So he's got a good player there at Leeds One in Jacobs, haven't yeah. we? You see, you'd argue that Gilby getting injured was the catalyst for everything starting to go pear shaped. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Who those today? Prior to that, he was all right. He's oh. done an interview and published on the uh, website today. Jacobs. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. So he's been. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow's headline. Michael Jacobs. Two years since he signed today. Broken biscuits. Broken biscuits. Yeah. Broken crackers. But as I said before, let's see where we are in September. How many of these players we've just mentioned are going to be here in September? I'd love to know the answer to that question, but. Well, I haven't got it. We've let some big names go, haven't we? Yeah. Do you mind if I. No, 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 please do. Or a Lucy, which was a (laughs) heartbreaking one. I think. All Rochdale fans are absolutely distraught about that. They can't understand why they've not picked him up. Burton, I think, have done some good business with Bucko and. Stevie Warnock, Warnock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two cracking players. Obviously, they know not what not to do, and you know Warnock leave you under in ten percent in that league. So, Billy Mackay, see you later. Cashed in there, or not cashed in? Not cashed in. Yeah, somewhere off the wages. Mikhail Mandron now. Mm-hmm. Interesting conversation with a former Wigan Athletic manager. Said it was the wrong signing, and should never have been signed for the club. Yeah, um, which I think we all came to that conclusion but where does it leave players like um, what's his face Kane Woolery yes and Josh Laurent and uh, Whitehead yeah are these going to be on the exit door they down at Christopher Park now well maybe what about Nathan Byrne as well I'll have to see if he does an interview does he play against Liverpool yeah <laughs> did alright but he's playing right back which we all know he doesn't like playing but he's alright yeah well, they could be on the way out, couldn't they? But he's going to sack them off us. I mean, Charlton. We've made some crazy signings over the last three years, especially over the last three years, of players who, when you look at them at the time, you think they're never going to get, get a game. See, like Kane Woolery, I reckon would be all right at League Two. I, mean, I think the majority of us probably saw him play for Forest Green and yeah. the game there. Well, there's, there's, isn't there interest from both Forest Green and South End for him? Yeah. Uh, is it South End or...? It's, some, I think it is South yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be a decent decent level for him. He's not he's not had a chance, has he? No. Quite this level. No. So And Matt Jilks, another Jilks. one of less yeah. yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, I, I mean he's gone he's gone Stoop. to top treatment, hasn't he? Hmm? The way he was treated. 
he, he, should, he should never have gone. No. It's a shame because he was fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, at times we were sat in here last season raving about him. Yeah. Steve, top keeper. Um, uh, right, have we got some uh, information on the new signings? That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. These new lads who's coming. I'll read them out and then you tell me what you know about them. Gavin Massey. Nothing. Looks, looks fast. Quick. Uh, been loitering around the lower leagues. Looks like he can do a job. Like a a young Yannick Wiltshire. Right. Was 24. <laughs> like a middle-aged Yannick <laughs> Wiltshire. Uh, Ex-Watford. Uh, but he, he made his name made his name at Leighton Orient. Yeah, exactly. So like the club that have gone out for football league yeah. we've signed someone from there. So. House of Terrell Thomas. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Charlton were a bit gutted to see him fans see him go defender he, he never made many appearances for Charlton but he's only come on it's a one like year deal like a gamble of a, one of those non-league players that impressed and yeah. you never know they could just take a massive growth spurt and really kick on and he was the way, on a one year deal but you can tell that's what we're looking at we're looking at whether we might in fact pick some uh, a gem. gem yeah well, he, he played on loan at Walking last year, and they were mightily impressed with him. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's only twenty-one. Level we're at in it. To be fair, though, non-league defending, it's it's tough. It is tough. Mm-hmm. It can be tough. And, but if you're saying that though, Andy Teague at Charles is a cracking centre half. Yeah. No, non- no nonsense. Uh, Shea Dunkley. Tank. Mm, don't know anything about him either. Yeah. Impressed <laughs> Oxford played about fifty games for him last season. Yeah. Definitely. Ex-crew played. Played with Nick Powell and. Uh, Frank Clough at Crew. He played 50 games for Oxford last season. Did he say 50? About nearly 50. Yeah, they had a long season. Yeah. They had the um, JPT or yeah. Jack Trade or whatever it's called these days. He's a, that's a good age for a defender, 25, so he's just coming Seven, to his peak, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And obviously, Chris Walton, who you've mentioned before, uh, was signed from Brighton on, only on loan. He played at Luton last season. Um, I th- I, I, he actually made his debut against the, sorry, Paul, he made his debut against the Latics. In November 2014, when we played down at Brighton, yeah. we lost one 0 and he was named man of the match. Tell you something, doesn't it? It does. He had a good game that day. Yeah. It looked all right first half against Liverpool. Six foot five as well, isn't it? So he's mm. a big lad. Yeah. Right then, before we finish, let's just uh, have a look at the odds for the for the uh, <laughs> season coming up. Simon, have you got the odds for us, or do you want to look at my odds? And, oh, and that is also oh, you for oh, oh, in any shape or form. Oh. I'll let you do the odds and I'll do some 90 second news. Sorry, I forgot, yeah, about the new feature. Well, that's what we're going to bring in this season, isn't it? Yeah. Right, okay, the odds. Um, I just picked the top six here. Uh, Blackburn are 5 to 1 favourites to win the championship. No, they're not. 9 to 2, League now. One. Yeah, no, I mean the, that's the championship. That's twice said championship. <laughs> no, I didn't mean championship as in the championship. I meant championship as I picked the, the trophy up. Uh, the seven to four to, to get promotion from League One to the Championship. Lassics are eight to one, with three to one for promotion. Pompey a ten to one to win it, three to one for promotion. And then we've got Bradford, MK Dons, and Charlton uh, afterwards. I'll tell you what, there's, there's some recent Premiership experience there, isn't there? And we're in League One here, not, mm. not in the, you know, you're not talking decent sides in the Championship. My outside tip for promotion. Mm-hmm. Oxford. Yeah, they had a good finish last yeah. season, didn't they? Sixes. What about Rochdale? Fleetwood. Fleetwood. 
Fleetwood are very long odds, aren't they? Right down the Do you know what um, Rotherham are to win the league? Um, no. 33s. Yeah. So if you put a pound on, he lose a pound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it would be quite interesting talking to Fleetwood to see how Rosler goes, given that he did alright with us at the back end of the season and had a strong finish, and then that next start of that next season was when it went pear shaped. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting that. Uh, before we pass over to Simon, just uh, the first few fixtures coming up, August and September, I think we've got quite a decent start myself. Uh, obviously we've got NK Dons away, then Bury at home, Oldham away, and Pompey at home in August in the league. Uh, they're all winnable then, uh, depending who we've still got playing for us, of course. you know. Uh, and then in September... Northampton at home, Shrewsbury away, that little club in Wales, Charlton away, Bristol Rovers at home, Peterborough away, Plymouth at home, Walsall at home, and I think there's a good few of them winnable as well, when we can ask it on paper. So what are you saying, we're going to smash it? I think come September we'll be 100%. Let's move over to a brand new feature that we're going to bring in this season, and it's called the 90 second roundup, so I'm going to pass you over to Simon with his 90 second roundup. Which, it might be a bit short this one for the first <laughs> one of the season because we've got no results or anything like that to bring in and discuss. You are being timed. But Blackburn uh, looks set to lose, well they've lost uh, Jason Steele to Sunderland so keeper's gone. So they're in the market, you know, we've just got share given so that could be a possible incoming yeah. for them. Good signing for Rotherham I think from Fleetwood was David Ball. We touched on that, a good, really good signing, knows where the net is. Someone who we've been looking for in the past. So that's 33s, you know, if he can find the net and they can stay solid with O'Donnell. No, wait, Richard O'Donnell's in there, yeah. Um, but yeah, see how that one goes. Uh, Brett Pittman's joined a small club down uh, on the south coast, as we discussed, uh, from Ipswich, and he's been made club captain um, today. So, you know, hopefully things don't go too well for them. And then the final bit of news I've got is related to Oxford, um, and they've signed former Wolves and Newcastle defender Mike Williamson. So, yeah, it was alright, wasn't brilliant, I saw quite a bit of Newcastle, but yeah, it was uh, not too bad. We've gone through the odds, so you've taken a bit of my thunder there, but uh, the league table stands were down towards the bottom, so we're not having a good start to the season, um, but onwards and upwards, and that's 1 minute 10 of my 90 second news. Right, okay, so you managed to get 70 seconds in there, so that's not too bad. Well done, Simon, for a first effort, that was quite good. Thank you. Never up the ticks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise Appleton had left Oxford, by the way, so... Uh, Leicester's uh, assistant manager. Is at Villa? Leicester. Leicester, of course he did, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. talking switched off over the summer, to be honest. I watched a bit of female uh, football. And yeah. I watched the cricket, the ladies playing cricket as well. I'll tell you what, I had a cracking day out the other day at um, Royal Burkdale, watching the golf, watching Cooch and uh, Spieth, and it was cracking. Means nothing oh, to me. Well, it, was, it was a good day out. Goal, right. Saw David uh, Sharp there at the golf as well. Um, won a free drink of uh, Glen Moranji, yeah. which made up for the £75. Drink? Pick. Yeah, I got a Glen Moranji. Miniature. Yeah, what glass of it in the oh. spa. Yeah. Yeah. Made up for £75 I paid on a ticket. £75? Yeah. How long was he in for though? Got in at 8 o'clock, left at 5. 
Sam of us enjoyed his, his Royal Brookdale experience. Yeah, I can't Have you done that. anything, Gareth, over the last couple of days or so? I've done loads of things over the summer. I've had the summer off football complete. I've had a cracking summer. But I got a text from Barry the other day telling me that the podcast was uh, going to resume tonight. So I thought, well, I'd better get into the football. So I've done a bit of looking about on the internet. And, of course, I thought, why not? So I watched the 2013 FA Cup final highlights again on YouTube the other night and it was, it was tremendous to see because I haven't watched it for, for a couple of years now and uh, just brilliant just brings so many happy memories back yeah. you can have a totally smiling I know I'm thinking about it yeah. Callum McManaman how, how, how good was he that day oh brilliant wasn't he yeah they all were weren't they 1 to 11 all the way through and even the sub I mean the subs were making that game just the one yeah Oh, just yeah. the one and it got right to end it game and we scored you don't need to play much to be the hero oh it's fantastic wasn't it yeah. oh, that referee what a referee he was because uh, do you remember earlier that season he give who did he give a co- uh, a corner was it we played Blackburn at home didn't we oh they touched him yeah Andre Marina yeah and, I, and when he got a point he cut foul on the referee I thought oh no ah he did he ref the last day of the season at Stoke as well and we was that an Andre Marino one? Or was it Mike Reid? Or did he referee the West Ham game? He's refereed one of the other big recent games. Talking of twenty thirteen, the FA Cup final and I know you guys haven't been down to uh the home of Wigan Athletic and Super League when the football's at home. Um and I don't know whether you've seen Adam, when you come over the bridge over the canal there's some artwork on the wall, you know, it says GMP, pick up your horse. Yeah. And it's of um, Ben Watson, Callum McManaman. It's a graffiti, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrating. Yeah. What? Art, proper artwork graffiti? Proper artwork graffiti, it looks yeah. really smart. And whoever's done that yeah. has done a cracking job. So that's when they made some cups. They have, yeah. Yeah. Looks, it looks really smart, you'll catch it. I've always done it, but I'll be someone that I've Whoever's done it, fair play to them. Yeah. It, uh, it looks good. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant job. All right, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm putting two and two together here, and I think we need to go off there. Uh, it wasn't Omar Bogle, no. That's no, why he's been. No. Not why he's been dropped. It was Dan. That's why he's not here. He's, in, he's in prison. Oh, Dan's. I, I, I was going to tell Dan that apparently Teletext has almost made its way to Norwich. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, it's been lovely reconvening after after summer. Uh, we had a, a tornado come through Wigan once now, didn't we? Yeah. A whirlwind adventure on it. Yeah. Right, next week we'll have uh, uh, a full preview of our away trip at MK Dons. Uh, we'll have a round up, like we said earlier. There'll be some more info, no doubt, about the uh, fate of at least three of our players, and maybe even more. Three amigos. Thrown in. Well, there might be more yet, Simon, so we don't know. But, so we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Uh, on that note, <laughs> uh, we'll uh, see you all next week. One will be uh, we'll be flying really, won't we? Because this is just a a, a, a prequel, <laughs> prelude. A prelude? Is it a prelude or a pre- prelude? Prelude. Yeah. Prelude to season six, we call it. Prelude to season six. Season six. More seasons. Bigger than Game of Thrones. This is season. This is season six. Oh, sorry. Somebody's whispering at me. How many podcasts? Is <coughs> somewhere just over two hundred. Two hundred and three, four, five. <laughs> But if anybody wants to listen to them all before the season starts, it'll take you over a week non-stop. 
So if you factor in a bit of sleep, you might just work your way through the lot before we kick off the actual season. Yeah, and, and one to listen to is the uh, cup final one. Isn't no, it? the one to listen to is the one where you were saying we don't want to go down to Bournemouth on a wet Tuesday. We'd be better off out of this cup. That's the cup final one. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it in there? Is that bit in there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. On that note, uh, good night from me. Good night, good night from us. Us.